0: Ladies and gentlemen, oh my God! Coming to the ring, it's the Ultimate Warrior. It's A almost
1: like pumping, heart racing,
0: bodybuilder yes. running to the ring. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Debate amongst friends. It's Tuesday. It's cloudy, which. It's such a perfect day. It feels like every Tuesday is cloudy and a perfect day for Dark Side of the Ring. That's right, episode four. Actually, excuse me, episode five, Becoming Warrior. This one was really good. Ironic that A&E put out their particular documentary or biography about Ultimate Warrior. And I'm calling that Light Side of the Ring. Um, yeah, that
1: was really
0: good. I actually like it. yeah. <laughs> it's definitely light side. A&E has given us some of the lighter sides, I would say. Vice has given us the nitty gritty. Interesting enough, mm-hmm. I enjoyed the light side a little better, and I'll say why. No, I,
1: say I felt controversial. Hopefully,
0: that creates It products. is So a and E really went in and gave us more of becoming warrior than I think Vice did, and maybe Vice saw. I mean, I would assume they already had their film and everything already put together before A and E even decided to do this. But A and E did such a good job of talking about the ultimate warrior prior to his ascent or his even peak of interest to join wrestling. They actually started with him as a child. And I really enjoyed this aspect because it paints a vivid picture of the downfall of the ultimate warrior. Yes. Uh, so that's the one thing I will say. A&E gave us, like, let's look at this. Who is this man in the paint? Who's the man behind the paint, the right?
1: The man behind the paint.
0: Who's this guy? Who is this man behind the paint? So with A&E, obviously you got James Brian Hellwig, right? He's born. Father leaves him early. Major key contributor there. His father leaves him early. He doesn't really get that particular side of the love, I guess. Uh, And he falls in love with weightlifting. He says to himself, I can change my body. I can change my perception of the world. And I can change how the world perceives me through my physique. Yes. Right? So Dark Side of the Ring didn't really go over that. And that's a really, really key contributor. Like, when anybody becomes a bodybuilder, you want to know why they became a bodybuilder. And and that was important. He was a skinny young kid. He said, I didn't like the way my body looked. Wow. Wow. I can't believe you just looked up and down at yourself. That's so ridiculous. That's anyway, you can become a bodybuilder if you want to. <laughs> you oh, just okay. have to put in a lot of work. <clears throat> um, he didn't like the way he looked, obviously, as a teenager. Right? As a teenager.
1: Of course. Of course.
0: Um and again, that's the part that I think Vice missed out on. I think they missed on the early years before he even got into the wrestling business, because I didn't know. And, and Johnny, you might've heard it through the grapevine. Of course, at one point, this man wanted to be a chiropractor,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know? So you go from bodybuilding, right? Or not even bodybuilding. You're just lifting weights, trying to put some muscle on to, you know, one day you say, Hey, I'm going to go to Georgia and say, I'm going to go out there and become a bodybuilder. I mean, uh, you, you, He meets his wife. He goes to Georgia, becomes a bodybuilder. And that's when you start getting the first inklings of steroids, which is something else that wasn't really mentioned in Vice. And maybe they couldn't.
1: And I think that's know. probably what it was. I don't think they were allowed
0: to. Yes. Yeah, so... I mean, they didn't say steroids at all. They didn't Be, mention it. But
1: because as you mentioned, a and also had the same type of biography out there. Yes. You mentioned it was better. And they said it was because that particular week was Warrior Week. No idea what right. that is, but no basically idea. both episodes were released that same week.
0: Now, I'll tell you this. A&E had bodybuilders. The guy that uh, I forget his name, but he was uh, I think he was a I'll just say he was a bodybuilding specialist at that time. He had a gym. He he was a competitor. He was a judge, I believe. He said, "If you open the wrong drawer in the refrigerator, you would have found vials and vials of steroids." Because at that point, you could go to the the pharmacy and just say, "Hey, and
1: just get right I
0: want steroids." Right. So, Ultimate Warrior then comes on and he says, "You know, I was number. I think he said he was number four or five in the world." or either in the world or in Georgia, can't remember, fuzzy. He said he was number four or five in whatever region. And that was before he started taking steroids. Then he starts taking steroids. And that's, of course, when it pushes him over the edge. Um, And this is where, at this point, this is where Vice picks up, right? It's the same, almost the same exact story. Um, They're at this gym in California now. He moves to California. They're at this gym, and it's five guys, him, Sting, and three other gentlemen. And they they want to advertise and promote this gym, right? So they send two guys. Hey, give me the two guys on the left. Just so happens to be the Ultimate Warrior and the Icon Sting, Mr. Borden himself. Which you almost do not recognize thing cuz you could tell like he really like obviously in the 90s he kicked the steroids and he just kind of just let his body do what it had to do he, he it worked itself, out so. yeah um and he didn't need the muscles he needed to be more agile and he needed to be more you know the sting that we came to love you know whoa all that stuff um so they formed this tag team and And we're talking about no real face paint. We're talking about mascara, bro. Yep. And they were terrible in the ring. I mean, really bad. Not even.
1: People know that their tag team name was the Blade Runners.
0: The Blade Runners. And now, was that their first name or their second name? Because I feel like they had two different names.
1: Uh, I think they had a first name initially, and it just didn't sound good so it the, Blade, the the, Blade the Blade name was the one that really stuck
0: that was their heel name they went heel yes um so the a&e documentary talks about how sting i think ultimate warrior was done with a specific promotion sting actually says that he went to wrestle in that promotion just so that he can pick up the checks but then after that, I guess there was a falling out because Ultimate Warrior had one did have nothing to do with that promotion. So at that particular time, they split. Ultimate Warrior then pick back up. Advice becomes a Dingo Warrior. Yes. Which Jim Cornette. Jim says, "What the heck <clears throat> is a What the heck is a Dingo Warrior?" <laughs> <laughs> Was supposed
1: to be, um, he was supposed to be a wild dog. And for clarity's sake, folks, um, the federation that Doc was talking about was the Universal uh, Wrestling Federation, the
0: UWF. Right. So Dingo Warrior
1: mm-hmm.
0: is pretty much given the, we'll say the modern day Goldberg treatment. Um, he's being fed yeah, wrestlers.
1: Exactly. Was a monster coming into a company, and,
0: yeah, no real wrestling skill. Still big, you know, nice physique, you know, and they fed him all of the jobbers pretty much.
1: Would you say they fed him more?
0: <sighs> so, <laughs> see, the thing about Ryback, so I don't want to jump too far out, but I feel like Ryback, he, he was a better wrestler than Warrior coming in.
1: Oh, absolutely, hands down.
0: Yeah, I, I just feel like, It just, whatever they were trying to do, somewhere along the line, they dropped the ball. And then somewhere along the line, similar to how later on in this episode, Vince McMahon had to tell Ultimate Warrior about himself. I feel like somebody had to tell Ryback, like, hey, yeah, you're good, but you're not as good as you think you are. You aight.
1: You aight?
0: You aight. It's like me playing Borderlands. Like, I'm aight. But I would never say I'm good. You know what I'm saying? It like, I'm okay.
1: Gross hyperbole, folks.
0: <laughs> so anyway, so Mystic man, you know, he buys the company from his old man, right? He said, I want to take this thing close. I want the world. I want... Forget this territory crap. Right? Forget this territory yeah, I'm gonna, crap. I'm going to
1: inject a little poison in this recipe. Yeah, this
0: is... like... Let's try something a little different. This is what we would call in school when I was in school. Let's do a little first moving disruptive innovation. Like, yes, we have these territories. But what if we said, forget these territories. We're traveling to wherever we want to and we're going to put on a show. I don't care who it is, where it is. We're going to be there. He says, I want this Ultimate Warrior person. Oh, he says, no, I want this Dingo Warrior person. Yes. But we... I don't like the Dingo.
1: No, he he loved the intensity.
0: Yeah. So he I think he did call him the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, however... Yes. However, he still wasn't resonating with the crowd. Right? He's not resonating. So then all of a sudden, it's like he gets... This thing where it's like he, he sits his wife out there and he's like, hey, hey, babe, uh, I need you to sit out there and I need you to give me and let me know what the crowd is doing. Like when I come out, like how's the crowd? You know, mm-hmm. she's like, she's like, honestly, Jim, they're going to get hot dogs and drinks and they're not really, you know, they're not really following you here. Right? They're not, they're not, they're not following you. So He says, I need to capture their attention from the very moment I come out. Hence the riff.
1: Ding, 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 ding. Right. Yep. Shout-outs to Jim and Johnson.
0: Jimmy is a. Is he in the Hall of Fame? No. He needs to be.
1: I know he needs to be.
0: I'm a. I think that should be a hashtag. Hashtag Jim Johnson Hall of Fame.
1: Uh, they did that once he got released. Actually.
0: He 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 joined. No. Oh, the I mean, hashtag. Was, yeah. He really does need to be in the Hall of Fame. Cause I mean. Oh, he's a beast. But anyway, Ultimate Warrior now starts running to the ring. He obviously gets the major push, beating the honky-tonk man for the IC title.
1: Huge squash match.
0: Huge. Um, And at that moment, he feels as though he's on top, like he's the man. Um, and then he goes on to have a really, really long Intercontinental Championship run. Vince McMahon's like, I finally found my Hogan replacement, yep. you know, which, somebody that can... Which, for
1: those that don't know, like, having the Intercontinental Championship back then was the catalyst towards becoming the WWF at the time heavyweight champion. Like, it was a rite of passage to see if you can right. handle, you know... The responsibilities of becoming the man. Hogan,
0: yeah, and during that, I don't that,
1: think Hogan ever had it, but Savage had it, and he escalated the crap out of that title.
0: Warrior had will it, say and this. he also
1: escalated that title. So when they had the big, the big, uh the bigger strap, it elevated right. the title more.
0: And I think that's why we always talk about Mister Perfect. And We always talk about Mr. Perfect and how it would have been great uh, of him to be the champ. And in this particular, these particular documentaries, you get the Jake the Snake rub here, mm-hmm. which Jake was hot with good right, right. Of course. I mean, with good reason here. He is. He's supposed to be making a lot of money. Um, he's supposed to go into this he's thing now. Yeah, he was supposed to go into this thing with Ultimate Warrior and, you know, it just doesn't turn out. At this particular time, Ultimate Warrior has fully consumed Jim Hellwig. He is this warrior person and he's all about himself. He don't care about no, he don't care about nothing but the Ultimate Warrior.
1: You think I care about your paycheck? Come over here. Let's talk about your paycheck.
0: I don't give a about your paycheck. Exactly. You know, and a lot of people probably would compare this to Brock. Right. But Brock actually does work. Like when Brock is in the ring and he's what they would call motivated. He works. Um, He puts people over.
1: Well, it also depends on the, um, the draw. The he likes well to draw.
0: He just likes to draw. Brock likes to draw of it. He doesn't. Want, he doesn't just want to have matches just to have matches. He wants it to be for a reason, of and course. that's kind of what we. That's kind of what we want. We want like we want it to be for a reason. Of course. We don't want people to just have, to have matches match just to, have, to, to, to have, matches. have matches. Yep. Yeah, like because I think Drew McIntyre is fighting Bobby Lashley again for the 90th time. I don't want to see that again.
1: But we are. I don't know. There's no, no reason. Why, but.
0: I don't. I probably won't either. But that's what I'm saying. So for the warrior, he's like, you know, Jake the Snake. Obviously, at that time, might have had some alcohol, drug issues. So maybe that's why Warrior was like, "Hey, you better not mess up my money. You better show up every day. You 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 better be ready to work." Then he doesn't show up to work. Vince is like,
1: "Who do you think you are? I am."
0: Right. And then like, McMahon's like, oh, I got some for him. And they were talking about freaking breaking his legs and all kinds of crap. Hogan <laughs> oh, and all these guys. So they, they conjured this plan to get Ultimate Warrior, you know, get out of the ring, runs to the back of the chair, and then he hits him with the Aaliyah four-page letter. And he sealed it with a pink slip, uh, but I don't know, man. I I don't know. I don't blame him. Like, and again, and at that point, it's like, I don't know if, who you think you are, but you're not as good as Hogan. Nope. Um, he was trending, you know, he was trending that way, but I think his inability to learn how to work. Um, And I think in the A&E, I think what happened. so the the difference between the A&E and the Vice is in the A&E before that letter came out, right? Before Vince wrote a letter, Ultimate Warrior wrote a letter. Yes. And see, I think that's the discrepancy here. So in the A&E documentary, you have the letter that Ultimate Warrior is pretty much saying like, hey, I deserve to have the same rights as Hogan yes I deserve to have the same opportunities that Hogan has I'm just as good if not better now granted Hogan knew how to sell he did uh a lot, you know actually. a lot like and, and it was and
1: for those that don't know he could also work
0: but yeah Warrior just didn't because he never bought into the business, he didn't really care about the business, he didn't work on those particular aspects of wrestling. And at that particular time, there was an issue where a young kid was involved, which we've all been in that situation. I know if you have, I know I have for sure. You see a wrestler and Kayfabe is alive at this particular point. Of course. So if they're face, they're supposed to be face, if they're heel you might not get talked to. Um I came across the Undertaker when I was 12, 13 years old. I'm sleeping in an airport <laughs> and um you know, my dad wakes me up and he's like, "Hey, look over there." I'm like, you know, rubbing my eyes. "Oh, wow, it's The Undertaker." He's like, "Oh, you should go over there and get a uh, uh you know, go over there and get an autograph." And I'm like, no, no, no.
1: Uh, I'm the good." like, go "Over there and get stuff Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm
0: like, "No, no, no." I think I'm good. So then my friend goes, Oh, he's just a human being, just like us. <laughs> I was just like, no, 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 no. That's a freaking Undertaker. I'm not going over there. So he, she goes over there and she's like, Excuse, you. Excuse me, it's an Undertaker. You know, the autograph. And he looks at her. It doesn't even turn all, all the way around. He looks at her. And then he turns around cold as ice because he's a freaking undertaker. He has to like, you know, like, cause you think about it. If he gives out one, if he gives out one autograph, he's got to give out multiple. Exactly. Right. So the ultimate warrior now, however, ultimate warrior is a face. And apparently the story goes is that he really flipped out on a kid and was like, you know, pretty much get out of my face, you know, slash snot nose, brat, pretty much, right? He might not have said that, but that's what I'm taking it as. That's the only thing that he could have said that literally would, you know, make any kind of sense. So, of course, the kid's dad gets all upset. He's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know, Ultimate Warrior did this. Vince hears about it and he's like, listen, you can't do that. You're a face, you're the champion you can't do that like people have to believe like kayfabe hey, is real you're the good guy people have to believe that you go around cursing kids out that's not a good look for you so it's he had to cut this
1: what's best
0: for, for business, business. <laughs> so he has to cut this promo and Vince is telling him it's a work you know he has to cut this promo pretty much apologizing um and he's upset because he didn't feel like he did anything wrong um and who knows i mean people probably He probably just didn't pander to their ultimate request of like, I don't know, picking the kid up and pressing him over his head or something, you know, like some ridiculous request that he probably didn't pander to. And they made him apologize for whatever. After that is when that letter came out. So once that letter came out in Vice, they skipped that and went straight to that match where he runs back with a chair and they fire him. So it kinda like it kinda makes sense why I like the A and E one a little better because it gives some background and I feel like Vice again, dark side and like I said, A A and E, light side, even though they're giving you more detail, it's still lighter than the nitty gritty of what happened in the WWE. Absolutely. So, um, so obviously a doesn't cover, you know, a lot of stuff afterwards, you know, he, he does get into some issues with his public speaking engagements. Um, obviously he has two more runs with the WWE. Um, I did get his Ultimate Warrior comic book and I thought it was pretty sweet at the time. Um, kind of wish it would have gained some traction, but it didn't. Well, the Nord.
1: the downfall of the warrior already began around that time,
0: right? And then in the comic, I might even still have it around here somewhere. Like the comic was really good. Yeah. Like it it had it had a chance. Honestly, he probably should have put that comic book out during his Intercontinental Championship run. Like he should have put it out earlier, where he would have been like freaking a hundred, you know, comics in by the time he he gets to. You know, the firing, you would have already had it established, but I can understand that not crossing your mind because you're in the business, you're on the road. And I'm sure at that point they were on the road well uh, over 250 days a year, well over. These days they might get a little break, but at that time they're on the road. Um, And I mean, do we talk about the prejudice? the the, like it's so hard like
1: yeah especially
0: especially with it being pride month you know like that's another part
1: that's that's more of the problem too which is yeah
0: because i'm sitting there and i'm like first of all i never really understood why people care so much about what other people are doing
1: uh because people don't know how to mind their own business
0: and here you are, you're the ultimate warrior. You're no longer you're no longer James Howard You are the ultimate warrior. The guy that people looked up to. You had the wrestling buddy. You had those little ice cream bars. You had the action figures. You know, you play with him in the ring. You did this with him before Harlem Heat, right? Um, before Public Enemy, right? We're doing all this, right? The we're we're pressing. Baby. Uh, Who did this? Who else did this? (laughs) Is it Luger? Did Luger do this?
1: No, Luger did not do
0: that.
1: Luger Luger did this. I was up that high.
0: (laughs) He did. He did the the torture act thing. But he was the first. He was out there really pushing, and he had some really really good promos. Even though we didn't know what he was saying, he had some (laughs) really good
1: promos.
0: (laughs) And that's all it took in the eighties and nineties. And
1: that all it took. Passion. Passion. But here
0: we. But here we are, you go out here and you start having any speaking engagements where you're talking about African-Americans, you're talking about homosexuals, you're talking about uh, religion and things that you usually separate, right? Because I think he was at a school when he did this. Yes. And, and this is why they usually separate these things from schools and workplace because everybody's different, right? So, at that particular time, I think he had one more run with the WWE and then that's it. He just don't got the drawing power anymore. Um, and I think that's why today, you know, Vince McMahon calling back, you know, the big show and Kane, like they still have a ounce of drawing power. It might not be too much, but if the Undertaker came back out through those freaking curtains right now.
1: Oh absolutely. We would all people would, yeah, we would go insane. Are you kidding
0: me? Yeah, we would t- we would tune in just to see what he does, just to see him raise the lights one more time. Well
1: the fact that they just know. had uh announced that Brock Lesnar's is back on the active roster.
0: Oh big is big going news. to bring
1: people to come on back.
0: But the Ultimate Warrior didn't have that at the at the time of his you know return. New. So they fired him yet again. So here we are at the end. We go through the Hall of Fame induction finally. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, I'm glad that he got a chance to get into it. Obviously, I, obviously, we know that he passed away shortly thereafter, but well, I'm, I'm glad he excited. got a chance. Yeah, I'm glad he got a chance to, um, join the Hall of Fame because he definitely deserved it. And he was definitely a, um, a game changer. Um, it, it stunk that that's the way he went out. Um, but I know that he had a family history of heart issues. And again, a Debate Among Friends, we're big on making sure you know your family's history. Is it is important that you figure out what's going on with your body and how it's being affected by your family history. Exactly. Uh, and if so, you don't know,
1: get checked out.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And if one doctor doesn't sound right, you switch to another one. Because um, that's just the way it is. Doctors are all practicing. So one practice might not be for you. Uh, so he wore a mask on that appearance on Raw, and then he passed away. That It wasn't the same day. It was that next day on Raw. It right? was the, next, it the, was, uh, the next following day. morning. Yeah, the following morning. So that Tuesday. Uh, he would have passed away from a heart attack. Um, yep. Now, now overall, this episode, like I said, this episode was awesome. It just so happened that the A&E one came out. So if I'm you, I probably would watch it. or well, I, I would watch both of them because um, they're really, really good. Um,
1: yeah. I would say it's uh, two sides of the same story, but with one light we're a little bit more, I felt.
0: light and dark. That's what I'm going with, light and dark. Um, but sometimes the light isn't so light, and sometimes the dark isn't so dark. So exactly, you want to go ahead and definitely check them out. Um, but with that, I know you're listening to us on your favorite podcast platform. And if you if, you, if you're not, and you couldn't find it. I, you know, you can always go to our website at www dot com where you can find this episode as well as all of our past episodes Uh, be sure to tune in Monday through Friday at 4pm Eastern Standard Time for all of our episodes be sure to tune in tomorrow as we go back to the NBA playoffs where teams are getting their cheeks clapped Um, we're going to go ahead and touch on that tomorrow Uh, but be sure to tune in For more news, more analysis, and the read.